Section 8 of Ten Days in the Light of Akka. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater. Ten Days in the Light of Akka by Julia M. Grundy. Section 8 Mount Carmel and Syria the history of mount carmel is holy history a spiritual atmosphere surrounds this mountain of god elijah and jesus spent part of their precious lives upon it abdul baha loves mount carmel and has often visited it sometimes staying overnight in caves which overlook the sea in prayer and communion with god syria is the centre of the world the extent and variety of its resources its wonderful fertility and natural advantages will make its future history extraordinary its possibilities of development are unlimited it is the focus of interest in world history the site of the old and new jerusalem mount carmel will be a mountain of knowledge peace and protection in the future the vineyard of god we will not live to see this in the body but will view it spiritually mount carmel will some day be covered with great universities and colleges of learning then the poor will enjoy the highest advantages from the establishment here of free institutions of education this is the holy land from whence all the prophets and holy men came no country in the world has such a bright light of religion the light of god has always shone upon the world from this land and the religion of god has had its source and revelation here it is wonderful even in its physical conformation the phoenicians came from here their great civilizations spread from syria abraham came to this land here his teaching became known the king of salem melchizedek came from this land all the prophets had their missions here the heavenly springtime soon it will be the time of spring already the signs of the flowers may be seen upon the mountains and in the valleys when spring comes there is a divine wisdom in its appearance god has a special object in renewing the earth with its bounty for the dead earth is again made to blossom so that the life of plants and flowers may continue and be reproduced the trees put forth their leaves and are able to bear all kinds of delicious fruits all the birds and animals everything with soul life is rejoiced and rejuvenated 
in the coming of spring if this does not come to pass it is not spring it may be autumn but it is possible that spring may come and yet a tree rooted in bad ground will be deprived of its vivifying powers or a fruitless tree may not bear although the warm sun and vernal shower are descending upon it so likewise an evil soul may derive no benefit produce no fruit from the coming of a manifestation of god the divine springtime which brings forth spiritual flowers in other souls fails to beautify the soul that is evil in general however just as everything is vivified refreshed and renewed by the bounty of the literal spring so every soul receives some degree of illumination and growth from the manifestation when he comes he is the divine spring which comes after the long winter of death and inaction the wisdom of god is seen in his coming he adorns the soul of man with new life divine attributes and higher spiritual qualities by this the soul is enlightened illumined that which is dark gloomy and forbidding becomes light hopeful and productive of new growth so in the divine springtime the blind receive sight the deaf are made to hear the dumb speak the timid become courageous and the heedless awaken to new realizations in short they have become the image of that which god planned them to be and which the heavenly books promised shall be the true station of man this is the power purpose and virtue of the heavenly springtime faith the question was asked what is real faith faith outwardly means to believe the message a manifestation brings to the world and accept the fulfillment in him of that which the prophets have announced but in reality faith embodies three degrees to confess with the tongue to believe in the heart to give evidence in our actions these three things are essential in true faith the important requirement is the love of god in the heart for instance we say a lamp gives light in reality the oil which burns produces the illumination but the lamp and the chimney are necessary before the light can express itself the love of god is the light the tongue is the chimney or the medium by which that love finds expression it also protects the light likewise the members of the body reflect the inner light by their actions so the tongue confesses in speech and the parts of the body confess in their actions the love of god within the soul of the true believer thus it was that peter confessed christ by his tongue and by his actions 
when the tongue and actions reflect the love of god the real qualities of man are revealed christ said you will know them by their fruits that is by their deeds if a believer shows forth divine qualities we know the true faith is in his heart if we do not find evidence of these qualities if he is selfish or wicked he has not the true kind of faith faith is mentioned in the scriptures as the second birth or everlasting life in this day it is the spirit of god the real true belief many claim to possess the true faith but it is rare and when it exists it cannot be destroyed many are called but few are chosen many believe themselves to be courageous but the battlefield of tests and trials will prove whether they have the real strength to stand firm in persia some believers who claimed to have faith in baha'u'llah fell away when they were tested on the other hand some who thought themselves weak proved to be heroes and martyrs i pray that you who have journeyed from america to visit the holy tomb may become as pure glass through which the light of god may shine be firm be strong we need to be strongly tested in order to prove our faith to ourselves and to the world tests are always surrounding us they are according to the greatness of the cause just as the size of a wave is according to the sea upon which it rises end of section eight